Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Want to be better in bed? Well, then you need Beducated.com. Beducated is the Netflix of sex education. They have over 70 plus courses on anal sex and fisting to dirty talk and squirting, my personal fave, and everything in between. And the best thing about Beducated is you're going to learn from real sex experts. And there are real live videos, over 100 plus hours of live action. That's right, live action. You see a lot of it live, okay? Nine out of 10 subscribers say Beducated has improved their sexual happiness. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Go to beducated.com, use my code Anon for 65% off your annual subscription. It's only gonna be $9.99 a month. You're gonna get a free 24-hour trial so you could go check it out first, okay, <laughs> before you sign up. And you could cancel at any time. So you have nothing to lose. Go to beducated.com, use my code Anon for 65% off your annual subscription. Or just go to the description, click on the link, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Beducated, for sponsoring my show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous podcast and Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe to the show. If you could write a review, write a review. If you want to be on my show, I'm always looking for people to call in. It's call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about like a lot of different things. I give them advice if they have a problem. I uh, They reveal their secret lives. They talk about their interesting lives, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so if you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. I have on another guy. He was the listener of the show and he sent me an email. And I think I mentioned on the last podcast, if you listen to the last one about the guy cheating that I had taped another guy that, uh, had a wife who cheated on him. And, uh, I, I taped those like around the same time, like maybe a day apart and uh, their stories were so different. It was so interesting to me. I didn't know which to air first, but I put the first guy first, the one who like wiped cheated on him and then started fucking escorts. And he's kind of stuck and he's bitter, but he's still with his wife. Um, I did. I aired that one first. And today I'm airing Simon, uh, the second guy who told me his story about his wife cheating. And Simon's story, it couldn't be any more different. Simon's wife cheated on him. I'm just going to give you like the quick story because the long drawn out uh, hour long story is so fucking good. It doesn't matter if you know everything about it because you really want to hear the details. Um, because basically this is a guy whose wife cheated on him. Uh, she didn't just cheat on him. She had like a blazing affair. 
she had a baby with the other guy. He chose to stay with her, uh, even though she all this shit went down. And they're swinging now. They fuck other people, and they couldn't be any happier. I mean, that's like the whole story. And you're like, how does one thing lead to another to another? Like, <laughs> and how are they really happy? Like, I would be like, I smell bullshit. Like, yeah, they're happy. Come on, but you really have to listen to this whole story i think it's so good on so many levels it's a hot story the shit that they're doing now is hot i'm a little jealous i'm like if i have a 20-year relationship ever in my life i'd want to get to the point where they're at because they're having a lot of fucking fun when it comes to sex um but the other part of the story that i think is really great is how they work through the cheating that took place and it wasn't just cheating like i said she had a full-on uh son a baby a a child with this other person and they have that child and they raise it and everyone's like sort of very kumbaya with each other and it's i love that i i think that's the way shit should go down i hate petty nonsense i mean listen everyone gets angry and things when things go wrong and we could all hate people and go through all the emotions but you know eventually you should get to the other side and be okay with things, right? That's what it's about. That's what I think. And they were able to do that. And it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's real life shit. It didn't happen overnight. It took a while. And we talk about all of that stuff. So like I said, it's like, it could have been like two podcasts. One could have been the whole story about his wife cheating on him because that whole thing was really fucking interesting because these people are Christian too. I forgot to tell you that. (laughs) They're like fucking Christians. Let me tell you, and they know how to have fun. That could have been the first episode about the cheating and then the whole thing about how they got swinging and what they do and how they do it and who they fuck and all the stuff that they do. That could have been a whole other one. But this is like the same people. They're living both these stories out. Uh, And this is like I said, I said it to him. It's like reading a good book. So get some popcorn or watching a movie and get some popcorn and relax or, you know, and just listen to the good fucking show I have coming up with Simon. We'll be right back on with Simon. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Um, hey, Simon, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy. How are you? I'm pretty good. You're pretty good. So I know that you said in your email <laughs> that you, well, you have a, an interesting story. I mean, you said that you emailed me a, a while ago, right? But you weren't ready yet to be on the show. I don't remember. What was your first email about? Was it the same situation that we're going to talk about today? Like, Yeah, this was going to go. I just... I have an interesting um, history and maybe even like a little bit of a tale of, of warning. Of I guess, what? Not just of warning, I guess. Oh, you know, for, some, mm-hmm. some, for somebody who may get into like the, all the stuff that I've been involved in, I guess. Right. But like, so I, I know that like the gist of your story is this and we'll get into the specifics, but I'll just put it out there. Right. And then you'll tell the whole story. Your wife cheated yeah. on you, right? Um, yes. and I, I'm assuming you find out we'll get into that. And then she wound up getting pregnant through that relate, right? With the other guy. Yes. And you guys are currently raising that son, right? Like that's your son now, right? But it's not your biological yes. son. Yes. Um, and then you also said, and I know that this is like a leap, like you go from that to the fact that like now you guys are like kind of sleeping with other people, sleeping with other couples. Is that like a kind of swinging? It's, kind? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's along those lines. Right. Okay. It's, and it's, that, it's uh, interesting from where I started where we're at now meaning like started like because basically the story is probably going to pick up from when she cheated on you and when you found out right 
Yeah, I'll kind of start from, I'll go a little bit into detail. Not a lot. Right. We've, we've been married for a long time, mm-hmm. over 20 years. Right. And I was raised, um, both of us are kind of raised in strict um, religious families. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Christian oriented, you know, read the Bible on Sundays. Oh, after, that's an interesting and, twist. <laughs> um, and so when we first were married, we were both um, like each other's first virgins, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. um, not like not right when we got married, but but we were the first to have sex with each other. So you had um, sex before you were married, but you have both had not had sex with anyone yeah, else. Yeah, it was you were with like we were already in, we were kind of engaged, mm-hmm. and it was you know, and we were both married young. We dated in high school, right? Okay. I mean, in our our kind of both of our families, you didn't do that kind of stuff. You know, parents were pretty strict. Right. They okay. weren't okay with you know, and so um, kind of fast forward. A little bit, you know, we have a couple of children, mm-hmm. and just like every marriage, after a while, some stuff gets stale, and we started to watch porn sometimes to kind of spice some things up, mm-hmm. and I think that's what started. We were we got into, like, gateway porn. Right. <laughs> that <laughs> was your gateway started, drug. <laughs> I think that's what started a little bit of, like, conversation about a little more wild things, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but maybe and, that's a good um, thing, right? Or maybe is that the warning? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was exciting. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, news. It was exciting. This is, you know, um, and so we did some porn, and we had a couple of children, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. We're done having children. We're going to move on in our phases of life. So I ended up getting a vasectomy, and then we still kind of we're talking about experimenting stuff mm-hmm. and I was like well I'm not going to get anybody pregnant if we do anything and she's like yeah I know and and uh so we, we we were thinking about doing she wanted to do um a threesome at one point she's like I want to do it with you and another guy wow I'm not I'm not gay by any means I didn't want to do like something with the guy I wasn't into you know that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but I was kind of okay with the fact that she wanted to do something because it was just so, it was so out of the ordinary from where we came from, you know? Yeah, totally. Basically very missionary sex for years and years. And you didn't, you know, that was, it was so plain. I can't describe. And really it was like the porn that got you talking and then like it, that made her so like, it actually mm -hmm. was a, it was a, it was a porn video that had, a threesome with two guys and she was excited about it. She was, it was a definite, like a physical, emotional change in her that when she gets excited or aroused, it turns me on a lot. Mm-hmm. So her seeing that, her changing, I was like, whoa, this is awesome. So then all of a sudden I was like, hey, we need to go get another porn video. Let's go. <laughs> this was back in the days when you had to go get a VHS. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you not. were like thinking of every <laughs> fantasy you ever had, and you're like, let me get one of those porns. Because <laughs> then maybe exactly. she'll be into that oh, too. Yeah. yeah, right? Two girls and, and threes of with a and girl. And at first she was, she was like, I don't want you to have sex with another girl. I'm not into that yet. I don't, I, I'm not ready for that. She goes, but I kind of want to do this. And I was like, well, We'll see, we got to the point where we actually looked on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And uh, 
this guy responded. We talked to him for a while. We kind of made a plan or a date for this Saturday. I was like, all right, I'm going to go get some some whiskey so I can take a shot or two because I'll be too nervous before mm-hmm. we do anything. And she was like, yeah, I agree. So the date rolls around, and the guy doesn't say anything to us. Like, we call and talk, nothing. Oh, like, shit, he, he got, like, cold feet. Okay, right. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. gone. So the next day, she's like, hey, we struck out with him. Maybe we can try somebody else. And I was like, all right. And I honestly, I was a little bit relieved. Like, I was so nervous about it mm-hmm. that I was a little bit relieved. Obviously, so, she was into it because she's like, let's put yeah, another at him. <laughs> she was. She wanted. And so I don't know what it was. When we first did this, and so I kind of do remember, when we first did this, it was, I was like, I don't, it sounds so dumb now, but I was like, I don't want you to kiss a guy. No, it doesn't sound dumb. A lot of people have that. Like that's a that's a very different thing than sex. Yeah, it's more intimate, right? I I, I don't I don't think that anymore. But I did okay. at the time, <laughs> and um, so she was like, "Whatever, okay, I won't, I'll tell him that we're not doing that." Mm-hmm. But wait, wait, really quickly though. Like, I mean, the the deal was like, okay, you can't kiss her, but like, the deal was you were meeting this guy for him to like have actual sex. Like, he was gonna fuck your wife, and you were gonna be there. Yeah. Okay. I know exactly. That's the, that's the thing. He's gonna have sex with her, and yeah, I'm worried about him kissing her. Listen, I had sex with a guy once for like eight years. He was like a long-term booty call. I never kissed him once. I didn't want to, but I had sex with him. So, I mean, I get it. Like, everyone has weird rules. I just wanted to make sure there was no other rules. Like, it was full on. Like, she was going to have sex and you were going to be there, right? Just no kissing. She was going to have sex with both of us. Kind of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe blow job while we're doing it, that kind of stuff. Right, totally. Okay. Talked about even some DP stuff. And, you know, I wasn't even quite sure how the logistics of that would work, but. I love. I love that the Christians are going right for the the real deal. I mean, you're just like jumping <laughs> in the water. <laughs> yeah, we we. Anyways, we um. What I was getting at was like she had sent him this email, and he was like, "Hey, do you have any rules?" And she's like, "No, none." And I, she had sent that to me and to him both, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, we do have a rule. Why didn't you tell him that?" Mm-hmm. And. It bothered me, and for some reason, she was gone or whatever, and I went and looked at her emails. I totally spooked. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Okay, she was the one emailing the guy. Yes. Okay, and so you went in looking for more emails. She um, she did tell me it was a total turn-on email on this guy. She's like, yeah. I got totally wet, just sitting there. We're talking about sex. I'm not talking about with this other guy. I couldn't believe it. She goes, mm-hmm. I was super turned on. Right. She was like, I wanted you to come home from work so we could hammer it out. I couldn't, you know. Yeah. And um, so I knew she was really into this. Well, the guy flakes, and and it just something sounded weird in the back of my head. So I this is after the flakes. Okay. I went and looked at her emails mm-hmm. that she had sent back and forth with this guy. Mm-hmm. The first couple of them are just total normal, stupid, flirty stuff. Some of them is like, what kind of stuff you want into, yada, yada. And at some point, I read maybe the third one. It was like, hey, do you want to meet at this hotel? I have um, reservations for it. Oh, and, she's like, and yeah, who I'll said that? There. He said that to her? Yes, 
And she said, yes, I will be there. And I checked the date on it, and it, or I checked, like, when they were supposed to meet, and it was not the Saturday night that we were supposed to do something. It was, like, a week before that. Oh, my God. That's a, I mean, I never thought, like, I mean, I've heard a lot of cheating stories, but this is a really interesting one with a weird twist. <laughs> because it's kind of like she could have fucked him, like, with you, but yet somehow she, so go on. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. And this Yeah, is yeah. Good... No, no. You're, you're, listen, you're. You're, you're thinking like what I was thinking. Yeah. So the, the bottom line is she had planned and went down and met this guy a week before. Oh, my God. So wait, this is the guy them. that she gets pregnant from. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on Be On The Show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. No. Okay. Okay, go on. Okay. So she goes and she meets this guy. They have sex. And I... None the wiser until I read the email and kind of start putting it together. So she had already had sex with this fucking guy. Yes. And then he stopped talking to us. Oh, my God. How do you know the first guy? She didn't do the same thing with that other guy that flaked. Wait, 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 wait. This is the same guy. You're, you're, you, got confused. you got something confused. The same guy that just stopped talking to us. This you, is the guy she went down and slept with a week before. Oh, okay. Oh, we I were, thought you. I thought you put another ad out. And yeah, we we kind of did, but we, you know, nothing. While we were putting the ad out, the second ad out is when I started doing detective work. And came oh, up, okay, came okay, yeah. So I was a little okay. So so I yeah I was totally confused. Okay, so it's the same guy and he flaked, and that's when you. So it was before you put the first thing. You started to think maybe something was up, and you wound up looking in the email, and that's when you found out that she had already fucked the guy. She met him once, and they had sex. That's right. Okay, was it like in yeah, the middle of right. the day? Like you, you had just no idea. Yes. She just like went down. She said she was going someplace and didn't go there. And oh that's my what she did. God. Met this guy in a hotel and just checked in for an hour and left. Were you blown away? Like shocked? I mean, I'm shocked and I don't even know her because it's almost like, yes. you know, I don't know. Like, like I, I like I thought it was a big leap that you guys were going from like, you know, Christian virgins reading the Bible to porn to fucking another guy while she's blowing you. And listen. That's over like a, you know, we've been married 20 years, so that's over a long period of time. It's not like that was just happened in one year. but yeah, Right, but no, but I mean, like, is it, right. a, it's like such a, like, to me, it's like, who the fuck are you, right? Kind of? Yeah, I was, I listen, I was blown away by it. I went and confronted her, and she was like, it's, listen, I don't, I'm not going to say this as an excuse, because this is poor, but yeah, she was like, you have no, under, don't understand for me, this was totally, I was totally nervous, is what she said. She goes, and I felt like 
I needed to meet this guy before we ever did anything. And okay. it just so happens that I met him and we did stuff. That was what she said to me. I was like, whatever, but I was not happy about it. But I kind of, there was a small amount of me that kind of understood that. Okay. So you were okay. So she rationalized it to you in a way that it was, okay. I wasn't really okay with it. It bothered me for a long time. I was like, this is dumb and we're not doing this. I we, You totally, I don't trust. Like all the trust is now blown out of the water. And I wanted to trust, you know, you want to, for this kind of a situation, there's got to be some kind of trust. Right. And, and, and you're telling me like, we already know, everyone already knows that your wife cheated on you. And I'm assuming that this isn't the cheating story. <laughs> no, and I kind of consider this cheating. It was totally behind my back. It's not like this was what we planned on doing together. This totally. I, yeah, absolutely. But the, the, the whole point is that this isn't even the cheating story. <laughs> this is just like, this was her appetizer. That's right. This is kind of kind of so a year or so goes by and I find out like through a friend, hey, she's been hanging out with this guy at work. Mm-hmm. And so I confront her about it and obviously she denies it. And then I confront her about it again, like a few months later, and I'm very, very in total Snoopy kind of trying to figure things out, think if something's going on, because mm-hmm. I don't trust her mm-hmm. because of what happened before. Right. And uh, it's not a good time in our marriage. We had a really good marriage up until this, and this is what's making me like, oh, great. Here I am, talked her into watching porn and stuff and doing escalated our marriage into this and now our you know we have two children it's rocky right and she's out of control you like it's like you let the genie out of the bottle <laughs> yes that's kind of how i felt that's exactly that's what you open pandora's box yeah yeah uh-huh so the bottom line is i catch her one night out with this guy and she says she's out with friends but she's not she's out with this guy and did you catch her because you were snooping and you knew where to check and that kind yes, of shit okay. and i had contacted one of her friends and i was just blunt about it and i said listen i think she's up to something uh-huh and, and one of the friend to the friend it. friend snitched on her and the friend totally snitched on her and said yeah oh and yeah. the friend Mm-hmm. And the friend and her are not friends anymore. I can imagine. What kind yeah, of friend snitches on their friend? I know. That's what she said. I was like, what are you talking about? You're the cheater. She's like, I don't care. You don't. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The, anyways, I don't. I feel bad that the friendship's not there, but whatever. You know, yeah. I, I mean, that's the least of your problems, okay? Don't worry. Let's, we don't care about that. So... It's devastating. I'm totally devastated. I mean, like I'm thinking. Wait, so you go and you see her someplace? Do you confront them? Do you just like kind yeah, of take a picture I, and say, I, I'll... I real no, I just know she's not. I know I like calling. I was like, hey, um, I'm coming to see you because I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And I know she's not where she says she is already. Right. And I'm and so finally she's like what is up? And I was like, you're not even where you are. I know where you're at. You're at such and such's house. Oh my and, God. Oh, she was at the guy's house. Yeah. And she goes, she just doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of basically, do you even want me to come home? And I was like, not really, but we probably need to talk. Mm-hmm. So 
she comes home eventually. Um, it's it's just like just for the first month she's there, but we're not really there, kind of. It's a, it's just a it's a shitty situation, and I mean like you're just angry. I'm depressed. I stopped eating. She's not right. Mm-hmm. And that goes on for like, how old were your kids at that time? Um, teenagers. Okay, so do they get wind of what something young, is going on? Younger teenagers. Yeah, they don't know yet, mm-hmm. but they know something's up, obviously. Right. And so then we finally sit down and talk about it, and I want to work it out. I'm like, I don't want to. We've been married a long time. We have great chemistry when everything's right. I just, I don't want this to just end. And she was like, I don't know. I actually have feelings for this other person. Oof. Even worse. Yeah, and it wasn't just it wasn't just a a one night. It was an thing. affair. There's a difference. Which is it like was a, an affair. It was it was a total affair. It was uh-huh. it was like months of like they went on dates. I mean, I was like, how did you find time to go on a date? I just <laughs> blown away how. I didn't know that this was going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's it. You that's just hard. get so wrapped up in your normal everyday life, or you know, you're going, I'm going to the office, and she's going to do something, and you don't realize that that she may not even be telling you the truth when she's doing this or that, and it ends up being that we, I want to work things out, and she doesn't know that she wants to. Right. So mm-hmm. we end up actually separating for a month or two. Okay. And during the separation is when I find out that she's pregnant. And I already know there's no way. Oh, my God. I mean, it just gets worse and worse for you. (laughs) Yeah, because I've already had a vasectomy. So there's no way. Right. That's probably why she told you. Oh, my God. There's always, like, a small chance, I guess, that that it could have, like, because it was so far back that, you know, it could have failed or something like that. But. It didn't because we made sure later on that there was a paternity test done. Oh God! All I know is that uh, yeah, that she, was difficult. She had to like call you up and say, "Hey, I have some bad news." <laughs> I, I, you know, actually, because I really wanted to work on my marriage. Yeah. I took. I was. I was like, "Hey, do you want to go out on a date?" I would take her out on like a Saturday night or a mm-hmm, Friday night. Mm-hmm. We'd go someplace. I'd go right. pick her up, and. We went someplace and I ordered like apple margaritas or something, and she wouldn't drink them. And I remember thinking, well, that's weird. Right. You know, she like had two sips of it and wouldn't drink it. Okay. And that's when I asked her later on that night, it's like, is, are you pregnant? What's the deal? Oh my and gosh. She just broke down and started telling me, yeah, yeah, I am. How old was she at this so, time? Yeah. What's that? How old was she at this time? Um, she's in her mid thirties. Okay. So she was fucking him without a condom. Yes. Yeah. Which probably because she's normal, normal. I mean, that was normal to her because that's all we did without a condom. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always, I've been, I don't know that she's normal, like, or like that. That's just what she, like, I mean, just the people just like, don't like condoms. It's just in the heat of the moment. People just don't want to fucking use condoms. I talk about that all the time. I will, I will say this. She actually had been on the pill. 
Right. I forgot about this. She actually had been on the pill, and I remember questioning her why she was on the pill when I've already had a vasectomy. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, this is one of those reasons why I was worried about, like, I I was in detective mode. I was like, what the heck are you on the pill for? Yeah. You don't. Well, listen, if you're you're kind of smart and you pick up on things and, like, you're really paying attention, sometimes when things like that get thrown out, like, it's like, your mind like you could put that stuff together really quickly i know i like that yeah yeah i i totally i totally questioned it she mm-hmm. was like oh it's, i've been having really bad periods it regulates it whatever oh my god you, and you think back when somebody does something like that like you think back to all the lies it's not just the one lie yes. that they're cheating you think back to that that time when she said that and that time when she's you know because it's like one lie turns into like 50 or more oh, yeah. you know? oh my god it's terrible so she tells you she now she i mean to me the worst thing is like first she tells you she fucks somebody else and then she tells you i not only did i fuck them like i really care about this person i don't know if i want to work it out with you like she might want to be with that guy and now she's pregnant and she wants to keep the baby yeah, I mean, that was never even discussed, like, whether she would. Or, I, I guess it was between them. It wasn't with me. Right. I mean, like I said, we were both raised really religious. I'm I'm still... I know, but I, I'm sorry, but I have to just say the funniest thing with, like, religious people sometimes is, like, or, you know, that, like... You say like I'm. I'm sure like your religion says don't cheat and don't fuck like lie, but you do those things. So like you know, but abortion, (laughs) no, we can't do that. That would be that would be crossing the line. (laughs) You know, Uh, that's probably true. I don't think it's religion. Maybe she just didn't want to have an abortion. You know, she doesn't. No, yes, she was. She had talked. She had actually talked about it. I know that it was talked about briefly, Mm -hmm. but she was like, "I'm not doing that." Right. that really didn't, that was it. It was just, it was a brief conversation with the other guy. So now um, she's having the baby. The other guy and her stopped seeing each other at some point, And she. Did the baby cop block said, that relationship? <laughs> was he kind of like, oh, I'm not interested in that? No. He was wanting to, he was like, all right, I'll, I'll do this. And I don't, it's kind of a gray area or an iffy area as to what I believe and what actually happened. Mm-hmm. But the way she says it is that she eventually said, no, I, I'm going to give it one more chance with my marriage first. And so she said, I'm not seeing you anymore. So she, and she really wasn't seeing him per se when she was separated from me. They would still talk on the phone, but they weren't like seeing each other like they were before with the affair. Okay, so how long after, but let me ask you this, how long after she tells you that she's pregnant, does she tell you, I want to be with you and not the other guy? Oh, she was probably three months pregnant, but I knew no, about no, no. the pregnancy before that. How did you know? She had told me probably a month earlier. Right, that's what I mean. I'm saying, when did she, when she told you about the pregnancy, how long after she told you about the pregnancy did she then tell you, you know what, I want to come back and be with you? Probably another month or so, month or month or two. I think it was okay. just maybe a month. It wasn't very long. Now, in all of these hey. situations, like when she told you she was cheating, and then when she told you she was having an affair, and she was emotionally involved, then when she like, at none of those points did you ever consider like, okay, this is like the this is it. Like I'm not, I I can't do this anymore. Like I'm out. Like it was, yeah, a, yeah. 
but I didn't want, to, I was, you know what, I was, I didn't want my kids to grow up in a, in a divorced family. Yeah. I grew up in mm-hmm. one and I really did not want them to. So I felt like I really owed it to them to really try. Right. I get it. I think you're like, you're with each other. Work. Yeah. I think a lot of people find themselves in that position because there's a lot more invested. It's not like, I mean, you, you're with her for so long, you have kids and I mean, it's so messy though. I wonder how like your whole Christian family, like winds up finding out this information. <laughs> like, how do you explain the baby? You know, it wasn't as bad. It was not as bad as you think. Pretty um, forgiving, you know, on all sides, my family and, and hers as well. Well, that, you know, that's actually really great because sometimes like yeah, people that well, are really religious wind up to be like the most judgmental, unforgiving yeah, not, people. It's and, like really great that they actually practice what they preach and they were forgiving for that behavior. You know what I mean? And as, like for her mistake. As much as, mm-hmm. as much as I thought they would be judgmental as well. Yeah. Not at all. I was I was very um, shocked and surprised. Yeah, that's great. Um, by everybody. I mean, but how horrifying um, was it for you guys to have to tell your family? I mean, that's like a whole other thing, right? Yeah. I kind of had said stuff to people while we were still in the midst of it was so it was so messy. Like just, yeah. just it was a giant shit show. And I'm not kidding when I say that. It's just a giant messy shit, shit yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, through that whole period. Because there's so many more people involved. It's not just something that's happening between you and her, right? It's just like, especially with the other child, when the other child comes into play, like that just opens yeah. up a whole, that, that's when it turns into the shit show. Because then you have to like go tell the families and, you know, I mean, and the children and it's a whole it's, different ball game. It's not my best moments by any means. And a lot of things I wish I could take back. Right. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. eventually, because she's like, no, I'm done with him, she really does commit to that. And it took me a long time to 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 trust that situation, mm-hmm. like, over a year, like, very much so. Yeah, that's very realistic. I mean, if you told me you got over it in a month, I'd be like, that's bullshit. But, yeah, of course it took you that long. Really, I mean, maybe even more than a year. Of course. You know, just, it was a long time before I felt even somewhat comfortable with her saying, yeah, I'm going this place. And me thinking, are you really going there or not? Right, and a yeah. lot of, hey, text me where you're at, take mm-hmm. pictures. Mm-hmm. You had to, but you had to learn to, you had to try, you had to, like, she had to gain your trust all over again. That's like starting uh, from listen, the beginning. I'll tell you, this is so, um, this is probably like more than you really even want to know, but. This whole, like, it would cause so much stress on me mm-hmm. that I would literally either A, throw up, or B, I'd have to just run to the bathroom. And I would just, I'd, right. lose, it. I'd lose everything because of right. the stress yeah, of course. from dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, if somebody thinks the stress isn't real, they have no idea. Right, it's or that so there's that mind, yeah, or that's a mind-body connection. Like, people think that that's so, yeah, like, this hokey would, thing, but it's really not. It's like the real, that's what they say stress is. It's a mind-body, you were dealing with such emotional stuff. Your body was physically reacting to it. Yeah, it would shut my, it would, it would, I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, I'm just throwing up out of nowhere. Are you kidding me? Right. I couldn't, I'm, anyways, we get through that first year or two and it's very rocky 
But how does the but how about the baby? Can you just explain that a little bit? Like, do you sit down the children? I mean, because that's like I don't know. I'm curious of like how like that guy gets out of the picture. Like how you it's like why does it? Yeah, it's not a. It wasn't. It was not a fun picture or a fun thing to tell. I didn't tell the um my my two children. I let my wife tell them uh-huh. about why she's pregnant now and that there's another father mm-hmm. and this guy wants to be involved with the child so oh okay yeah i was wondering about that so he wanted to stay in the picture where, yeah oh god so, so now you have to live oh my god i didn't even think about that so you have to not only uh, you know learn how to trust her all over again and love this child and take this child on you have to this guy's gonna stay in your life the guy who had an affair with your wife yeah yeah hey, hey, hey. It's <laughs> <a> mess, <laughs> it? well it just sounds really it sounds really fucking brutal you know what i mean on you like i i you know that's a that like that's not just one bad that's like a lot of bad shit to have to deal with i mean you must be a very strong person not strong to have dealt with it but strong now because you know what i mean now that you're through it i mean come on like that's a that's some that's that's hard yeah it was I'm, I wouldn't wish it on anybody, and I would never go through it again. Like, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I, if, would, I would hope I, you'd I never do, have to go through it again. If I mean, even if I knew now, I don't think I would do it again. I think I would have just gotten divorced. I right. think, mm-hmm. like, literally, I don't think I would have attempted it even again. Right. It was that difficult of a time. Yeah. I mean, and you went through it. And so are you at the point, like, that where you are, like, and I don't know if I'm speeding too much ahead, but like, I mean, do you and that guy and the child, I mean, how old is that child now? Oh, he's four, almost five. Okay. And so like, do you all kind of coexist and it's like a happy, one big happy family at like the holidays and birthdays and stuff like that. I mean, how involved is he in the kid's life? Not that much. Okay. Not that much, but, but, um, you know, like, at when when there's exchanges, you know, when he's going from different houses, mm-hmm. um, it's not that big a deal. There's no, you know, there's no weirdness really right. there. Yeah. Um, for the most part, we get along. If we did have to have things that were, you know, if he had an issue where he was one of, you know, let's say he's old enough and he's getting baptized or something like that, yeah. then, then, yeah, and it would be okay if we were both there, you know, that right. wouldn't be the end of the world or, or, um, I guess parent teacher conferences. I don't know if we've had one yet where we've had like where we all meet, but, <laughs> but that wouldn't be a big deal. We okay. would, that, you know, we, we're adult enough, all of us to be like, and this is, we're here for this the child, kid, not right, for right. our own need. Yeah. And it's not that, uh, nothing is really that ugly. Everybody is pretty okay with, um, and the other guy has another wife. He's married now. He mm-hmm. wasn't at the time, but he's married now. And so even she has to kind of be yeah. okay with the situation, which she is so far. So, yeah, I think that's great. And you know, the, I think the the thing that I think is so interesting about this is there's like so many people that have like really wretched divorces with people and they, hate each other and they have they spend years and years 
going against each other and the kids suffer because of it. And you, we've seen this time and time again, right? I'm sure you know people, you see it in the media, you know, and it's just like, I don't think any of those people went through what you went through. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like, you were able to not have it turn into that kind of like really vicious, petty, awful stuff, even with this other guy, that it really shows that, you know, you can sort of work through really messy things, you know, in a, in a way that doesn't make things even 10 times worse, right? Because, I mean, you could have gotten yeah. really, like, you could really hate this guy to this day, and people would probably understand. But you don't, you know, and there's people that hate people in their lives for a lot less worse stuff is that grammatically correct i don't fucking know yeah but you know no, what i, mean? I, I you totally know what i'm know saying? What saying i i just i don't have listen i've had enough stress and hard stuff to deal with i don't have time to hate like that and just i, I don't yeah no i think that that's great and i think that that's a testament to like who you are as a person also your wife and you know and and this guy you know and i think that that's really good that you were able to work it out amicably especially for the child after going through all that because I think it's really difficult and I think that that's wonderful so how many years has it been so the kid's four so you're four years away from that it took you you said about a year for you to so five years he's almost he'll be almost five so really five and a half years since I kind of found out Right, but so a year and a half goes by and you start to trust her again. And so I'm assuming we're getting into the part of the story where you guys start to, like, get involved with letting other people into your... Just a, well, just a couple, not, I guess maybe two summers ago. Yeah. We, um, we hadn't done anything else like that. We were just kind of getting our... You know, we really had to re-fall in love again in a mm-hmm. lot of ways mm-hmm. and kind of really start over um, our relationship. And we were hanging out, going out more with groups of friends and stuff. And we ended up having, um, my wife had a couple of friends that she was really good friends with. What happened was this uh it's not like we planned on this, I guess is what I'm getting at. We didn't sit down and talk about, hey, you want to start doing this, you know, swinging open stuff, whatever. Right. It just happened to be one night that she was out swimming with one of her friends and they were drinking mm-hmm. um, at a this friend's house. And she's there calling me up, come on over, blah, blah, blah. Well, when I come over there, both of them are swimming naked and they've been drinking a lot and they're asked me to get into the pool with them. And they're, I mean, my wife is a good looking lady and this, and her friend is a good looking lady. It wasn't going to not get in the pool. With them. Right. Right. And they're both naked. <laughs> I mean, yes. And they're both naked. And I'm like, I, I mean, this is the first that. naked girl in real life you've ever seen since your wife. Cause I'm assuming you've been faithful with your kind wife. Of- right. Yeah, really kind of. I mean, I guess there was one girl in high school, but, you know, yeah, this is basically, basically the first set the of tits time. you've seen that are new. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, you're great. getting in that they pool. Were great. And considering that she was able to, like, dip in some other pond, like, you deserve to see those tits. You know what I mean? After all you've been through. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't feeling guilty. And my wife was okay. She was, yeah, come on, get in. So, mm-hmm. we're swimming around and playing grab ass and. 
I mean, just we're really drinking a lot. Everybody is very beyond just feeling good. Mm -hmm. Starting to get almost a little sloppy. Right. And a lot of a lot of hand grabbing and that kind of stuff is going on where both of them are grabbing me in places and I'm feeling free and grabbing both of them in places. Mm-hmm. And just that kind of a lot of I guess what second base is that what they what they call that? A lot of yeah. you know, feeling up second base. A lot of that happens that night. Right. And that was basically all that happened. Okay. But we go home, and I kind of was like, damn, what was that going on? She was like, yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? And I, I was kind of blown back. This is like a couple days later we talked about it after everybody sobered up. Yeah. I thought that her reaction might be a little different. Mm-hmm. But she said, no, that was pretty exciting. And I was like, yeah. So not much is said about it. And then a week later, they're out swimming again, and they're like, yeah, come on over. And... <laughs> At this point, it turns into me actually having sex with both of them. Wow. And and I guess I probably sped through that. But, you know, there's a lot of more hand feeling and whatnot. And all of a sudden, you know, this my wife's friend is a lot closer to me than just hand feeling. And she gets on. And I didn't really say anything to my wife at first. You, kind of, you, you know, in the pool, you kind of just can float there. Yeah, yeah, totally. And she got right on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and we started doing it, and then my wife hopped on, and then she hopped on, and I, I, I felt like I was like eighteen again. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, right. It was. I, yeah, that's crazy. And your wife yeah, was. was and you weren't worried that your wife was not cool with it because, like, everyone was just kind of like having a good time, and it was like obvious to you that she was fine. Yeah, I did right. feel like it was okay. I mean, again, we weren't probably quite as drunk this time around, mm-hmm. but we definitely had still had quite a few drinks, um, and it was. Uh, it, Everyone was kind of loose, lasted, right? Mm-hmm. It lasted for hours. Like there was no like if okay if you were going to start to feel bad, I don't think it would have lasted nearly as long. We were we were out in that pool so long that we were all turned like into wrinkled. Oh my god, hilarious! You know? Wait, so so you fuck? She fucked you? You fucked your wife? Like did they get like, out? Did they for go two out? Two or it? three hours, we barely got out of the water, and. I've, I, I guarantee you I come at least seven times. I've never done oh, that. Oh, my like God. That's 17. a hot story. Wait, did they get it on with each other, too? Um, just, yeah, a tiny bit. Like, I, I was like, man, I got to make some. I, I thought this might be the end of it. You know, like, this might be the best thing that I'm ever going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did kind of do a little, hey, yeah, like, why don't you guys try some stuff? Come on. You know, like, after I'd already done a few things. I was mm-hmm. like, come on, you try. And it was just a little bit, not a ton of stuff, but um, I did um, do my wife from behind while she was eating the girl's vagina out a little bit. Not right, so a she ton, was going down bit. on the girl, and you were fucking yeah, your wife. And, and um, just I was, I was pretty, it was amazing, and I was like, this other girl, eventually, I do remember she was touching me while we're just kind of sitting up, we got out of the pool. It was a hot summer night. We were mm-hmm. sitting out of the pool and, um, still really hot outside. So it was not a big deal to just lay out naked even at night. Yeah. And she was just slowly touching me, just playing with my cock. And I remember thinking, this is unbelievable. My wife was sitting right next to me on the other side. And I remember it was so different. Just another girl touching me, and she was touching me in such a different way 
from my wife. Right. It was, I just, I, it's still stuck in my head. I remember thinking, my gosh, I can't believe that somebody else is doing it in a different way, and it feels fantastic. Right, because it's like the, that's that thing that got, like, it's a variety. You had never had that in your life. I mean, you were with your wife for how many years at this point? It's the same. It was the same thing. You get, you're with, when you're with the same person, and this isn't a, I don't want to say this isn't a bad thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is the same play, you know? Right. I don't, there's a, um, I know there's a comedian that does a funny bit about him and his wife, and after they've done it for so long, she knows all the moves. Right. It, that's what it is. Right. You're mm-hmm. like, yep, no, Matt, I saw that coming. <laughs> That's the same thing you've been doing all the time. You know, it's the same. It's the same moves. There's no different. And even though it was subtle, it was totally different what she was doing. Right, and it was amazing. And she was hot. On a scale of one to ten, what are all you guys? I normally ask all my callers. I haven't been doing that lately. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, we're like all eight, sevens and eights or eights and nines. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, I'm probably getting more as I've gotten older, more into a dad body than I really want to have. <laughs> but I'm still somewhat I'm still somewhat pretty lean. Uh-huh. And 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 my wife and her friend both stay in pretty good shape. Right. So they're so, hot and you got to bang both of them multiple times. You said you came to, she gave you blow jobs the other girl like all that went down, right? Everything it was like uh, Yeah, I don't know if uh, I just yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if there was a lot of oral going on other than the, when the two of them did stuff, but definitely yeah, they both were riding me, and I was loving. It. And I, you know what? That's the one I can, I can come and come right back pretty fast. I don't have like a short right, turnaround right. time. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I guess I have a short turnaround time. I guess. Yeah, that's pretty. That you're pretty lucky, right? That you could like full on come. I mean, will it take you a really long time to come the second time, or no? You could just, just get it. No, not, not after a while. Okay, like, but you came seven okay, times. So it, yeah, but that's because it was the first time. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I can do that again. Uh, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I don't, of course. There, you know, I, I, um, I, I can. Okay, maybe it's a curse because sometimes I do come too fast. Uh huh. But if I come too fast, I can come again, or I can, I can be hard again in in minutes. Right, right, right. Maybe even not even minutes. I get hard really fast, and then I can come again. Usually fairly quickly but i'll last a little longer and then i might last even a little longer. well that makes up for it quickly. if you that you came so fast because then yeah, it doesn't even matter I do, I do feel like yeah that's that's not a bad deal mm-hmm. i can stay with it until the girl comes I right can do that for sure right um so you guys have this amazing time right and like you say like hours go by and nobody sobers up and is like what the fuck are we doing like everyone's like cool with it no and Mm -hmm. then we come home that night and then me and my wife fuck again like three more times so really i can't (laughs) tell you i mean i was so bad that the next day my dick hurt it just hurt i was like you guys if you were used and abused Oh, and I would get hard thinking about how hot that was, and it would just hurt. It was so painful. Was like, oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. That happened mm-hmm. um, on one more occasion about two weeks later with the same girl mm-hmm. and my in wife. In the pool? They, in the, yeah, the, the, she's got this great swimming pool, and it has turned into a sex bed is what it is. <laughs> and... And it's just perfect. It's a great place to go. It's kind of out of the way. Anyways, um, my wife has um, a, a co-worker that both of them know. It's this guy. And 
she invites him to come over one night while we're going over there to go swimming. And now I've gone over there so many times. It's basically we're all swimming nude, no matter uh, with what. With the that guy too. Yeah, and this guy, and and I, I'm like, okay, I've been fucking this other girl now. Like I've done her a bunch of times. Yeah. And so I can't be like, oh well, I don't want this dude here. Yeah, if yeah. That's what. That's how I kind of feel. Mm-hmm. But it's a little weird. I'm a little weirded out by it. Mm-hmm. So he comes over, and um, we're just all kind of drinking. And then eventually, my wife's friend's like, um, yeah, we all swim naked in this swimming pool. And he's like, all right, I guess. So he kind of gets in with us. And eventually, my wife's friend gravitates over towards me. Right. And she immediately starts making out with me and basically doesn't even pay attention to my wife and this other guy anymore. And they're kind of more in a deeper part of the pool. And so I can't see as much. It's very dark. But I am totally like one eye on the girl in front of me who listen, I'm not like even remotely tired of. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh This is still fantastic. Yeah. But I'm taping one eye on like kind of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I, at some point, my wife then comes back over to me and she says, listen, I haven't done anything really with this guy. We've kind of touched each other. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if we end up having sex? Right. And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm going to say. What am I saying? No. While her <laughs> friend has already been on top of me. That yeah, night, yeah, yeah. Like, fine. So they end up um, having sex. And I remember... At the same time, so maybe it's not as big a deal because I'm doing it also at the same time. So I'm not thinking about it as much. Yeah, There totally. is a thing going in my head like, oh, my gosh, they're really over there doing this. This is really happening. Right. How do I feel about this? I got a flood of emotions going through my head. Mm-hmm. And I can, like, hear her kind of making those noises, those sex noises, and it's a turn on. I'm like, whoa, this is not what I expected. Yeah, I heard that recently from somebody else that said that they didn't even think that they were going to be uh, turned on by that, but they wound up that they were. Yeah, that's not, I wasn't, I was like, that's not what I expected by any means. I was like, why is that a turn on on for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they end up doing it for a while and we come home that night, we talk about it some more and us talking about it is a giant turn on. Right. So I mean, you guys I fuck again. <laughs> yeah, that's the sexiest thing out of this whole thing, honestly. Right. Don't get me wrong. All the other stuff is fantastic. But the sex that I have with my wife after something like that happens, mm-hmm. there's never been anything better. Yeah, I have heard down. that before from people. And that's how it adds to your sex life, right? It's only adding it, to yeah, it. Yeah, it, it really, it does. And it's, I, I, I wish I could explain it, but there you are so aroused and so turned on, like the buildup before you even have sex, because you're talking about mm-hmm. all the stuff that you did mm-hmm. and, you know, the different emotions that you're going through and they're all really good. And I mean, like, I'm ready to come before we even do it, just right. wind blowing mm-hmm. and just talking about it. Right. It's so bad that yeah, I know my wife has asked me before. She goes like, "Are you already coming?" And I'm like, "No, that's my. I'm just <laughs> leaking so bad out of my 
it's like all over her leg. I mean, she she thinks I'm coming. I'm not. I'm just like my dick can't control itself. It's like pre cum. Yeah, and it's not just like a little bit. I know I'm, I know what like a little bit is. I it is a ton coming. Yeah, out. that's crazy. And I, yeah, and that's I. It's anyways. It's super arousing. It's a huge turn on, and I have never had sex that good. It's the best sex I've ever had. Wow! And with your wife, with the same woman that you've been with, and yes, right. It's never been that amazing. Mm-hmm. Never just. It's never. My wife. I mean, loses all inhibitions. She. I'm. I swear, the kids are going to come downstairs and be like, "Oh my gosh, mom, we can hear you throughout the house." Like it's <laughs> oh just God. that. Fantastic. Right. So it's obviously and, this she and, feels the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's told me, she's like, this has made our marriage so fantastic on the sexual side of things. Right. Now it has, I do have some, I do go through, I think some jealousy issues to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but they haven't been, um, really that big a deal, I right. guess. Uh huh. Because she's not, running off just with this guy, you know, and it's not, there's no, like, there's them sneaking off. Mm-hmm. Um, we have done since then, and this has kind of escalated. It's just been with this same, this lady who's single and her, my wife's friend, and then this guy that she kind of works with right. at times. Right. They're, they're both single, and it's just been with these two people. Mm-hmm. And you're not worried. And, I mean, the guy that wor- when you say she works with, you're talking about the other girl, not your wife, right? Your wife doesn't work with the other guy. No, my wife works with this guy. Oh, she times. does. The, okay. Not- and it doesn't work. It doesn't like once in a while you say you kind of sometimes might have jealousy. Does it ever do you ever worry because like, you know, it does it ever like sort of push your buttons because she worked with that other guy that she had an affair and like you get a little nervous because like, she kind of sees him outside of like that pool sexual experience. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what I've gone through. But we mm-hmm. have we, we talk about this quite a bit and we have done some stuff like we've done a few like it escalated to um, where we were going. Like it got cold in the winter time. Yeah, <laughs> we're not <laughs> no out there pool. in the swimming pool anymore. So <laughs> yeah. we've actually gone inside the house now at this lady's house, and and we've done some. Um, we weren't. We didn't. We haven't done it like all four of us in her bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. It's like I guess you know we're thinking like it's too much bodies on a queen size bed. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. So it's been just me and her and my wife and this other guy have gone out in the other room, like in the living room. Mm-hmm. So we've done some stuff, separate bedrooms after we've all hung out for the night, you know, maybe we went out and went bar hopped a little bit, or we've gone to, you know, some different stuff. We just hung out as friends, but at the end of the night, we end up going back to her house and end up fucking. Mm-hmm. And that happened for a while over the winter time. And then, um, at one point, my wife asked me if it was okay if she went over to this guy's house one time while he was home alone. Oh. And, but she asked you. When, mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. She said, hey, he would like to know if I can come over. And, so I was a little hesitant about it. And I'm not going to lie, there was part of me that was like, well, she's, 
if she really wanted to do this, she'll just do it behind my back. And that right. was the old thinking, you know, of because of the history. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, okay, if that's what you want to do. But mm-hmm. I wasn't really okay with it to a certain extent. Right. Okay. But then she goes over there and I'm totally turned on thinking about the fact that she's going to have sex. I didn't expect that. Oh, like, right. As opposed to, to you were on. freaking out that she was there. You started to get turned on. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh, she's going to be having sex right now. Right. And I am and I know it because she's going over there for that reason. Uh-huh. Kind of almost a booty call. Mm-hmm. And so it's weird. I went through this whole phase where I was just excited about it. And I didn't, again, I was not expecting that. Um, I think the psychology to that is crazy. I wish I knew why my brain actually even got turned on by that. Like I literally, yeah. I'll get, if, if that is that scenario, then it's going to happen. I'll just get hard and I won't even understand why. Like right. it just, it just happens. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she goes over, she ends up having sex with him, comes back. And then she's like, I, she can't wait to have sex with me because she's, yeah, so she wants to break that back, happened. right? Uh huh, totally. Yeah, so we talk about, you know, like they did a couple of different positions. She thinks it's super hot, and we end up having fantastic sex afterwards. Mm-hmm. And we've done some stuff with this other friend. Just again, we've done a couple other times where we've just done a threesome with the other girl. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say it's just a threesome. My wife actually really likes to watch me have sex with this other girl and she likes to just play with herself. Right. Which, that's something that's blown me away. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff, all of this stuff, you know, I go way back to when we were first married and we were just doing missionary. Yeah, <laughs> I totally. mean, doggy style was a stretch for us. You know, that was Wow, like, oh. that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, and there's times where she has told me she's, she loves it when I make her friend come. She will go, that will get me so excited. And I have gone over to her friend's house just to have sex with her. Oh, so and you've done that too, my, alone, right, while your wife yeah, is at home wife, and then you come back. My wife actually set that up for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I know, to be honest with you, I'm not as big a fan of that. Like, I really have a hard time. The anxiety that I have doing that is really so much so that it's it's hard for me to handle, I guess. So like, I get, I don't know what it is, but I have anxiety. But my wife literally calls me one day while she's out doing something, and she's like, hey, so-and-so wants you to go over to her house. Right. And have sex with her. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, well, actually, I called her and asked her if she wanted a booty call. Oh, my God. Like, she's like, yeah. So she was, it was for so her. I, <laughs> it was for your wife. Yeah, she, and then she goes, and then I want you to come home and tell me about it. She goes, I'm going to be home in an hour. I want you to come home and tell me about it, and then we can have sex. Mm-hmm. And I, when I came home, all I did was just, I sat and talked with her, and she just gets her vibrator out and just, she just wants me to tell her all the stuff that we did while she rubs that thing. 
<laughs> well, it's the same thing like you were like really horny when she was there. And I'm sure when she was fucking that guy, a part of the turn on while you were home was that you knew that she was fucking that guy. Like the whole thing is like um, has so many layers, you know, that of it like does. that's why it, it just does. adds, it's, you know, to be like that, like you say, like just so much of a turn on so much more than anything you've ever experienced. There is a ton of layers to this, and I, I wish I knew all of the reasonings behind it. Like, I just, I've even, like, done a few um, Reddits to, like, ask other people if they've ever had this kind of, you know, how do you have this these emotions? And I've heard some of your shows where other people have kind of talked about where they get turned on by their wife yeah, having sex yeah. or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And I would... I know that if you'd have told me that before it happened, I would have said, that's no way that's going to turn me on. I know. That's what's so interesting. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody recently because I uh, sat, I was saying to the guy, this was a guy who I just posted his episode where him and his wife, they went very slowly into swapping and they, they did it a little bit different than you, but they're doing full swapping now with other couples. But he was saying, you know, when he watched his wife have sex and he was into it, I was like, oh, it's so interesting. That's like one of the biggest things that I've learned from doing my podcast. I never knew that that it kind of existed. And the weird thing was, was that I was like, you know, when I talked to my guy friends about that and I was like, wow, I keep having all these people on that. Like that's their biggest fantasy or they love it. And I see that it's like the highest downloaded shit out there that I post. Um, they, my guy friends would be like, I would never, like, I don't know, like I wouldn't. And like, and that's when the guy said to me, like, I didn't think I would like it either, but it turned. And then I realized, oh, there's this whole other thing that I just learned recently. And you're saying the same thing that uh, these guys that don't think that that would turn them on, they don't know unless they try it. Cause it might be that it actually is a fucking real turn on maybe to everybody. I don't know. It, yeah, I don't. It's, there's something about, um, it's like a visual porn, right? you know, Mm -hmm. of you seeing somebody that you really care about and you're very attracted to, um, engage in something. And then like knowing that she's having orgasms and that this is making her feel good, which inevitably is the biggest turn on for me. Mm -hmm. When I know that my wife is being satisfied, when I know that she if she masturbates in front of me and then comes, it's all I can do to keep my hands off of her. Like right. I can't, it's, it's that much of a turn on because I know that she's feeling good. So she's into it. So then that makes, I'm, I guess that's the kind of guy I'm like that. I'm into that's, that's how my you're thing. wired. Right. And she's obviously yeah, wired in a certain way too, because she wants you to fuck her friend like that turns her on she wants to sit there and watch and she's like jerking off right and like that's like what gets her horny yeah which i i'm blown away by that too but she's yeah she's told me that she's like in fact it's funny what she was this is so gross that i get turned on by that but i totally like watching you fuck you know what's her name and i don't want to say her name yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's like i get totally turned on by it and i know that you're making her come and it totally makes me come Right. Which she has. I, there, the one time that we took, well, we've got a sweet together a couple of times, but we sat and did a threesome one time, and my wife just sat next to the two of us and used her vibrator and just watched us the whole time. And her friend was about to come. She can tell. she was. She's very vocal. Yeah. And my wife was like, don't, no, no, not yet, not yet. I want to come. Wait for me. <laughs> so she had to, like, hurry it up, and I had to slow down. Yeah, yeah, she and, wanted to come at the and, same time. 
So then she, so then I made the girl start coming right when my wife started coming and I looked over at my wife and she totally, you know, like it's so, like it's something you laugh at, but you know what I'm talking about, yeah. that face, that every, every person has that come face, they roll their eyes back and their <laughs> head rolls back. Yeah. So I can see my wife's face and her head is just rolling back like she's losing it. And I, that's it. I can't, I can't. And now you lose it, right? So I totally don't. Yeah, I can't. That's like I couldn't. Even if I wanted to keep going, I couldn't. It was done. Yeah, wow. You so, guys have come a long way from that messy, messy shit show. So we do have, a, yeah, we have we have that issue in our lives. It's not going away, and that's okay because we have a great. But what child is the issue? Like, what now. would you say? Right. It was just. I think it's like a past thing. I mean, does it even really? Is it really even an issue still in your marriage? Or is no, I don't think so. We, you know, what we're making the best of a, a bad situation. We, we're making the best of what was a bad. Oh, situation. you're making a, leave a a lot more than the best of a bad situation. I mean, like you can't get better than the end of that situation being the fact that you guys now fuck other people and you're having the greatest time. I mean, who would believe this story? Like, I mean, it's kind of like it's 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 crazy not only like i mean listen if you guys if your story was that you went through all that cheating and like you know and what happened with the son and like you know and you guys were able to sort of coexist and you were able to learn how to trust her like that would be that's really interesting but you have this whole other thing that sort of came out of it and now you're doing this other stuff and it, that's a whole other thing. And that's like an amazing yeah, which, thing that you and your wife are at that place after, you know, where you guys have been, been before. I think though there was something with the whole, with involving other people. I think there was always something involved with, um, with me and her to a certain extent, wanting to be involved with other people early right. on. Right. And that's like, like in like after we'd already been married for just two or three years when we started doing some of the porn stuff mm -hmm. that was always talked about and just the talking about it was enough to kind of set the motions and make things exciting right so i think that's something that's always kind of been there right and because you guys had the balls to kind of do it and you cross the line you realize that not only was it exciting to talk about it like the real deal was even ten thousand times more exciting so that you know, yeah, we don't even watch porn. We're totally, right. that's like, what, no, you're why living watch it? it. There's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not even a real reason to even watch it. It's not even close to as awesome as some of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, you did say and, in the beginning that you had like a warning. I mean, what's your warning? Like, I mean. I guess, you know, like it started and, and listen, my life couldn't, my life might have not ended up this way. We started off with porn and then wanting to involve other people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for me, it's worked out somewhat okay but, but, I look, but you had to go through to yeah to that point. Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that that's a good idea or a bad idea it's just what worked out for us mm -hmm. but if you open yourself up you open your marriage up or you open up that side of things you don't know you what's going to happen prepared. right yeah you don't know and you have to be prepared to deal with whatever happens Right, because when people, like, their sexuality sort of, like, I mean, your wife came into her own and all of a sudden was faced with all these things and then just, like, acted out. And she did, she made very poor yeah. decisions because and of she, it. 
She was turned on by the fact that she got attention from the first guy that we met on Craigslist. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. she admitted that to me mm-hmm. even after, you know, we talked about it. She's like, it was a huge turn on. But what do you think was the reason for her to have an affair? Were things like sort of lacking in your relationship at that time? Yeah. I, listen, we, when we had, after the first um, when he met that guy, mm-hmm. our marriage got rocky. I was, I had a hard time dealing with her. Right. Like mm-hmm. I just, I had a hard time dealing with it in general. Right. You were just felt very distrustful and maybe you were like annoying. Yeah, I was right. super distrustful and I was very like, there was, I was bitter. There was yeah. a lot of bitterness and anger, I think, towards yeah, I really wish, you know, it's like weird. I, we haven't aired this podcast yet, um, and I don't know how I, I tape a lot of podcasts, and then I never know when I'm going to air them, but I taped a podcast just the other day with a guy who um, was cheating, was, he found out his wife was cheating on him, and he got really upset, and then they were seeing, like, a therapist, and then, like, they kind of stopped because it was, like, a Christian, like, religious therapist. It really wasn't working, and he just decided to just go, like, start fucking escorts behind her back, and, like, that's where he's at, and he's still angry, and I'm like, you're so stuck in this situation, and he stayed, you know, and he's still, yeah. like, angry at her, and they're still in the marriage, and it's just like... You know, I wish he could like, and I said like, if you just like go through like the 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 pain of it and work through, maybe you'll stay with her, maybe you won't, but like you have to just go through all of that really horrible, you know, stuff that you have to and come out on the other side because you're not really moving anywhere. Like, you know, he's just stuck in this place where he's really not angry and doing stuff that's not really who he is, you know, and it's just like he really needs to listen to this podcast. I think I'm going to air yours. I don't know, but when I air yours, I got to tell him you need to listen to this guy and go through that because you said you had, I mean, you were realistic, like that's life. Like you had like a year and a half. I mean, after the first time you didn't trust her and then you pushed her into it. Like it it happened that she went into a full blown affair and then you had a year and a half where like it took you time to rebuild that, but you stayed with her and now you guys are better than ever and that's like a yeah and i wasn't i was not looking for something someplace else during that time either no because you were dealing with the pain what happened with this guy is i think that it was just so bad for him and i get it everyone works through things differently that like he checked out like you know sometimes like your foot hurts really bad so you bang your knee right like he just created this other sort of thing for himself because i don't think he could just he wanted to sit in that pain anymore you know he yeah. and and that's what sometimes people do, you know, and now he's like fucking other people and whatever. That's a whole other story. I don't want to get into because people have to listen to that episode. But, you know, um, he would re- he's, he would really benefit from listening to, um, you know, what you went through and how you did it, because you just you, you, you know, I always say like the only way out of something is through it. You went through your stuff like you didn't try to get out in a, a quick, easy, instant gratification way like you went through all that pain and all the su- like, you know, and, and you came out on the other side and your marriage is is better for it. And that's like that's great. I think it's a great story for people. And then the other thing that you're doing now, I think it's really interesting for people to hear, too, because like maybe people have these secret fantasies and they don't realize that if they live it out. It just will be as great if not maybe better than they could ever expect i don't know it sounds like everything with you that you guys are doing and that pandora's box has been is now a good thing in your marriage if not great yeah i think it's turned into something that's been pretty fun you know it's a, i did do a lot of drinking if you go back to that time mm-hmm. I, I went through a lot of drinking to get you know that not that that helped me get through it but i did 
do some of that. That probably didn't help my marriage, you know, and that was in that in that aspect. Yeah, but you didn't like, you know, that's listen, that's normal. Who could blame you for fucking drinking? You know what I mean? Like when you were going through that. I mean, <laughs> like you said, you were like shitting and puking and drinking. Like, I mean, you were a mess physically for a while, but like you got you worked through it. And I think that uh, what you have going now is like great. You know, this, um, having a child this way, mm-hmm. I, I thought, you know, this would be like totally, um, extremely abnormal, but actually, um, going, I, I, did, I did do a little bit of therapy, especially on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and the therapist had referenced, I don't know, some statistics, but this is actually higher than it. You think it, I mean, for affairs, um, a lot of times I think it was as high as maybe two or 3%. Um, result in a pregnancy by the woman having an affair. Oh, and, and most times, mm-hmm. mo- well, I mean, I say two or three percent, like yeah. that's not that high, but you know, out of a hundred affairs, there's three or four of them. Yeah, that yeah, the wife yeah. Act, or the, the wife gets pregnant. Yeah. And most times, the dad never knows. Most times. Wow. Now, more so in the last 10 years, or, la- you know, with paternity tests and things like that, but most times, um, the husband is raising a child that's not ever theirs. Right, but has no idea. Yes, yeah, that's very, very high. Like, wow, 90% of the time, the, the husband is raising a child. That whole crap that you see on, on, on TV, like paternity tests. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, Maury Povich <laughs> show. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought of when I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go on Maury Povich. Yeah, but no, you guys, I mean, you know, you know. I mean, you guys wound up having the yeah. paternity test, right, just to make sure that we you knew what the deal because, was, right? Um, we had to have some legal reasons mm-hmm. also, you know. I just, mm-hmm. just I, we knew we were going to raise a child. He was okay with us raising the child mm-hmm. and wanted to be involved in the child's life. That was basically, you know, just just covering our bases. And you love him deal. like your own? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah, great. Absolutely. That's great. Yep. I love your story. It's got everything. <laughs> it's like reading a good book. It could be like a movie. It's good. I like yeah, it. We'll I mean, see. it's. it's we'll, we'll, <laughs> I mean, how old are you guys we'll see now? What the We're both in our forties. Listen, I think Early you guys 40s. have weathered some really tough storms. You know, in your marriage, and you're still together, and you went through that. I feel like. You know, listen, all marriages and all things that, you know, you go through tough times. And But I think, like, if you could handle them and you could get through it, I mean, what can't you guys get through in the future? That I think you have a pretty good, uh, you know, chance that things are going to stay okay between you guys. Yeah, I don't think things are going to change anytime soon. I think mm-hmm. we both like doing some of the stuff we do. We do have actually another... There is one other couple that we've met that we've done one thing with, but, um, and we eventually may do some more stuff, you know, like some more stepping out of even the boundaries of just these. Yeah, just, you'll be winding up people. at parties and stuff, or maybe hosting. Yeah, I don't them. know. About <laughs> You're going to be professionals. I mean, seriously, you guys are hardcore. I mean, I give you, I like that. You know, you're not, uh, you just, you do, you, you do it like, you know, and full on. And I think that that's, uh, why not? You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I, I wonder what 10 years from now, what you guys are going to be doing, but I think it's, it's great. And it's great that it adds to your marriage. It's, it's super healthy that like you guys are like so honest about 
the stuff that you guys are, you're really lucky that you're with a woman who's comfortable enough to tell you about this stuff and, you know, and be honest with herself about it, you know, and then have the balls to go and really do it in real life, you know? So I think it's all really yeah. good. She will like tell me, she's like, if I ever worry about stuff, she'll be like, if it's not a big deal. I'll just ask you if I'm wanting to go have sex with this person. Yeah, that's great. I mean, imagine. Imagine if people had that, uh, men and women in their relationships with somebody else. I mean, I think that's the problem with most marriages and why it goes south, because eventually maybe after you're with somebody, I've never been with somebody for 20 years, I couldn't imagine, but like, you know, maybe somebody wants a little variety, but they want to stay with their partner, you know, and it's sex is just about sex. It's not about all the other stuff, And but people can't go do that. So then everyone's living like these double lives and and then it's cheating and then it breaks up marriages. And if like if people could be sort of open about it like you guys are and do, you know, not to say that everybody wants to do that, but for the people that do, you know, and if everyone is cool about it, I think people would stay together longer. Wouldn't that be great for the kids and, and stuff, you know? And so I think I always say I wish that like polygamy existed or just something where like we were raised to believe that this kind of stuff is more normal as opposed to you know the whole monogamy thing being normal because i think that it's I, I a little far-fetched i think there's there's more normal i just we just because of some of the stuff the people that we've now branched out and met i'm yeah. surprised the amount of people that we've kind of even the small amount of people that we've kind of met that it's obviously it's a totally hidden thing yeah, and but yet there, I think that there's more people than you'd think, especially yeah. probably under the age of fifty. That yeah, oh my god, more. that's the podcast I taped today. Another one I taped today was a guy who's was been doing it with since he's eighteen years old, and he even said people think people that do that are like old and busted, you know. And he he was doing it at a very young age, throwing parties where only he allowed people that were really good looking and those people were there and they were not, you know, they were the people that, you know, you didn't re- ever think would be doing it, but are and are still. T- and that's just the way that it goes. That's what my show is all about. Look at you guys in your Christian life. I love it. <laughs> I, maybe your religion had, hey. a, you know, c- came into play with how you guys sort of dealt with things and stuff, you know. And and stayed above board, which I think is is great. You know, if if, if that's the good part of it. You know, I'm not anti-religion. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I give you guys credit for how you handle it. I I hate pettiness, and I hate when people hate for so long and turn things into such terrible nonsense. When, like I said, you guys went through some really hard things. It would be very. Uh, believable if you hated her never wanted to talk to her again but yet that's not the case and i and i i i like that you know i think that that's that's great for people to hear so i think if i had hated her or been upset with her or our marriage was you know like i just if i didn't have any love for her and it had happened it had been real easy to get divorced and just move on mm-hmm. but i still had real strong feelings for her look the day before i found out about the affair i loved her and i had strong feelings for her so the day after, those didn't change right. just because I all of a sudden found about it out of, about the affair. You right. Know, mm-hmm. I think that that's great. So you have to measure that stuff, I guess, with you know what you're dealing with. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody does, deals with it differently. Mm-hmm. But I, I I love how you did. most people most people don't survive an affair. In fact, actually, the the numbers are like thirty percent. 
Right. And listen, I think if you had decide, I think people that decide to leave, like I could understand that too. I mean, everyone has their way, but I, you know, I think you took a messy situation and dealt with it in the cleanest way possible, you know, and, and it, it couldn't get any, you didn't make it messier. It totally could have been way worse, you know, if you guys acted terribly, but I think that you did it. And I think that that's great. And it's great for people to hear the story. So all you people that are getting divorced for for nonsense and you're hating each other and you're dragging each other through the mud, like, listen to this fucking guy. <laughs> listen to what his wife did to him and he didn't drag her through the mud. <laughs> so get over it. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. So, Good deal. Yeah. So anyway, Simon, thank you so much for calling in. That was like one interesting story and it had it all, like I said, you know. Um, well, I kind of felt like I was ready to tell it now. Like I said, I, I, I think I contacted you about a year ago, but I wasn't quite ready to. Yeah, it's a great to, story. I don't know why you wouldn't even want to share last year. I mean, you were doing all this stuff last year, right? Yeah, just, I don't know. You know, it's just so crazy. Because you're not the person that you would have thought would be doing this, right? I think that that's what's the interesting part of it, right? And that's why I do yeah, my show, yeah. because I think... People think that people do that these kind of things are a certain way, but they're just regular and people not, that fall into it, right? It's not something I'm just going to go announce. I, I, I wouldn't want. I don't. I would care so much if some people knew. I wouldn't want my children to be embarrassed about it or something right, like that. Right. Of course. So that's the only reason why I would. I'm worried about like what they would think. Yeah. That well, that's stuff, why you but. are on my show. You have a fake name, and I'm going to change your voice just slightly, but enough <laughs> for people to not know who the fuck you are. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Simon. Thanks so much for calling in. This was a great, yep. this is going to be a great episode. Good deal. All Can't right. wait to hear it. All right. I'll let yep. you know. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.